Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. So, if you are watching the video, you may notice we're in another different environment, and the person next to me is not Brian. Hello. <laughs> this is my friend Melissa, and she's going to be a guest with us on our podcast today. So, Melissa is the autistic friend I have referred to in a couple episodes of my podcast. Yep. So she's going to be here and we're going to kind of just be talking about um, her autism, my autism, similarities, differences, mm -hmm. just kind of things that we feel like talking about it. So do you want to maybe kind of go through a little bit of your story or when you got diagnosed? Yeah, sure. Um, let's see. I'll start by saying that my oldest brother, I, I, have, I, have, I have four older siblings, my oldest brother is also on the autism spectrum but when he diagnosed when he got diagnosed i think he was in high school they still called it asperger's mm -hmm. so, yeah that's usually how my parents refer to it still too <laughs> yeah it's still all the same thing now they just mushed it all together yeah so i had exposure to it from him but i mean i always knew that out of everyone, I was kind of the most similar to him mm -hmm. than all my other siblings. There's still some kind of major differences in certain areas. So I think I was like 21 when I found out about it. So like four years before you or was it that <laughs> was it that recent? Yeah, I think it was 21. <laughs> I guess it was that recent. I don't know why I thought it was much longer. <laughs> like, maybe it was that recent. Oh, yeah, because you had me come over, and you were like, hey, by the way. And I was like, oh, well, I kind of already figured it out. I'm like, I kind of already figured you had anyway. Like, I kind of figured Melissa had had it from the beginning, so I, I guess I just told myself, yeah, she she's autistic. I, You know, because I grew up around Melissa. We've basically been best friends our entire lives, and I've been with her family for a while for a bunch of stuff, so it's like I always kind of figured that she was and then when she told me when she, you know at 21 i was like oh well kind of thought you already were but i mean i guess you figured it out before i did yeah <laughs> but that's probably because i was trying to i would have been comparing myself to my brother but mm -hmm. i don't know yeah it was basically that i'd been seeing a psychiatrist off and on since like middle school so eventually he just told me that that's what he thought I had. <laughs> but we never we never went through like a formal testing thing, mm. I guess because I've been seeing him for a while. And yeah. he, he also saw my brother too. Oh, well, so he knew <laughs> about that. <laughs> I don't see. Yeah, if, if he was meeting up with your brother, then he probably saw the similarities. <laughs> And I don't think, he, like, like, like I said, I figured it out early on, and I think it's pretty obvious, because it was, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that you don't have it, so. So, yeah, that's interesting. So, you were 20, I mean, I guess it wasn't much of a surprise when he told you that you had autism, right? You were just kind of like. I feel like there was a period of me trying to wrap my head around it, mm -hmm. like, trying to figure out what made it specifically that and not something else. Right. Like social anxiety or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it would probably started wrapping my head more around it when I found 
a YouTube video. It was like a lecture talking about autism, specifically in girls. Yeah. <laughs> that really helped. Yeah, because I know, you know, a lot of girls get diagnosed so much later in life. So it doesn't surprise me that you got diagnosed at 21 because it's harder to spot in girls. And maybe that's why your psychiatrist waited so long because he wanted to make sure it's what it was. You know, since girls, we don't get diagnosed when we're adults, apparently. And that's <laughs> not what it is. But so your brother has this, so it probably runs in your family. Do you, do you think any of your other siblings have it? Or do you think it's just you and your brother? Probably just us. I mean, there are definitely certain aspects of it that I can see in other people, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's enough right. to be actually yeah. diagnosable. Right. That makes sense. So I know me, me and Melissa had um, talked on the phone and kind of compared some of our autistic traits with each other's and we had some that were similar some that, some that were different i don't remember all the ones that we had that were similar because of like if pe people i think who know me and melissa know that our personalities are a lot different so like i'm a little bit more of the outgoing person and melissa's more reserved and likes to keep to herself so like if we're out like together like at like a church thing or whatever else i'll be the one talking a lot more and if melissa's like more comfortable i feel like then she can express herself a little bit more so and I think that was one of the reasons why I thought I never had it because I was like oh like I'm way more outgoing and I know Melissa has it but then that's when I was like not really supposed to compare yourself to other autistics because it's so different you just do it unconsciously <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, I think it's just one of those things that you just like naturally do but it was funny because I was just in Melissa's room I'm looking and I'm like hmm I can see the things in here that we could, I don't know if we want to call it an obsession of Melissa's, but I mean, like, she really likes Squirtle. <laughs> or just, I don't know, it's my favorite Pokemon. Yeah, it's her favorite like Pokemon. Pokemon but... She likes the, what, the... Oh. the... I, don't want, I don't know that I would call that one an obsession. It's just, True. People know I like it, so people give me <laughs> things as gifts. That works, too. <laughs> she likes Harry Potter, Disney... Mm -hmm. Mangas? Is that what they're called? Mangas? Yeah, okay. manga and anime. Mangas, animes, yeah, she's really Especially into that anime. stuff. Also really into... Uh, I'm a word nerd. She is. Like, like language. Didn't you like read the dictionary <laughs> for fun? I never finished it, but yeah, I got pretty <laughs> far into it. I would just like write out lists of words that I thought were interesting. Reading the dictionary <laughs> for fun? I mean, you know, that's not really... <laughs> I don't even know how to spell dictionary half the time. So, you know, it's, <laughs> but I, I think that's so fun. Cause then you can sit there and be like, no, actually it's spelled like this. I read the dictionary. I would know. <laughs> I don't remember everything I read. <laughs> I would I be surprised. I think I've learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. Are there, I'm trying to think, what, what were some of the things that we had that were like similar I think there was a lot of ones that we had that weren't very similar, like, you know, aggression. I don't think neither one of us are really, yeah, not really. aggressive <laughs> people. <laughs> I'd be so, I don't think I've ever seen Melissa really be aggressive in my I entire life. passive aggressive sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I know um, social anxiety or communication stuff, I know that's a thing for both of us. Not as much for me, but I have my moments. But I know with, like, Melissa, it can be a little bit harder and... Mm -hmm. social situations but I, I know having jobs help with interacting with with people <laughs> I know it, that's helped me for sure do you feel like um your social 
anxiety or whatever has gotten like better since you've been diagnosed or, or since you've gotten older? Or do you think it's about the same? Maybe I'm getting a little more used to interacting with people, but I feel like the anxiety is always still going to be there, mm -hmm. but maybe just getting better at working around it. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. I think for me, working in retail, I'm always around people all the time. I'm just used to it, but I know you don't really work in retail, so I'm like, I don't know. I knew for a long time that I don't think I would ever be able to work in retail or fast food. Yeah, because those, those are the jobs that involve like talking. One thing I learned about autistics is they have problems with temperature, so you either get hot all the time really easily or cold all the time really easily. Do you ever have problems with that? Like, do you ever get like hot when like nobody else is or cold when nobody else is? I feel like it's sometimes more of an issue with water. Like when I take a shower, uh -huh. I always like taking like lukewarm showers and I absolutely cannot do hot tubs. You can't do hot tubs too much? <laughs> no. I've been in I've a tried. hot tub once in my life and that was when we went, me and my husband went to Colorado with his family. And even then it was like 10 degrees. It was cold outside and we went in the hot tub. It was like 98 and you get to a point where like, this is nice. And afterwards you're like, it's burning my skin off. But yeah, I could kind of understand that. So you take lukewarm showers? You only take like <laughs> warm shower or like, I guess hot showers? No. <laughs> I, would, I don't know. I'm, it's kind of a question for, for my husband. Are my showers hot or lukewarm? Um, I don't want to say uh, lukewarm. Because, because I, I take hot showers and you complain about how hot it is. Yeah, well, Brian turns it up all the way to hot and then I get in there like, oh my goodness. So I have to turn it down a little bit, but I don't like it to be like cold. So I, I, okay, I guess mine would be a lukewarm to warm. Never thought about that. So Melissa just, says, and then I have the problem where I'm always cold. Like I'll, like I'll be at work or I'll, I'll just be cold. I'm cold a lot. Brian would know. I'll go to bed and I'm like, I'm freezing. But then like I have to sleep in a cold bed. Like my bed can't be warm. My bed has to be cold or else I can't sleep in it. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I have as much of an issue with that. I mean, a lot of times at work, I'll get cold fingers, mm -hmm. like my fingertips, but the rest of me is perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I get, I don't get warm too often. I mean, obviously like I live in Phoenix, so I'm going to get warm when I go outside because it's 115 degrees. But like, I don't know, I just, I just feel like my temperature fluctuates a lot. Do you have any problems with like sleeping patterns? Cause I've read that autistics have, can have problems getting like a full night of sleep. Cause like their brains just won't shut down. I think especially when I was younger, I did tend to have a lot of trouble falling asleep. Mm -hmm. But I think once I was asleep, I was pretty good. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night, but then like immediately fall back asleep. But I think that's pretty normal. <laughs> You don't have any problems now with sleeping, really? Um, not as much, I don't think. Maybe I just do more throughout the day to make me more tired. Probably. I think <laughs> I've, I, I have moments where, like, I have that one night where, like, I can't fall asleep. But I don't know if that's just, like, an autistic thing or if I just can't fall asleep. But if I'm tired enough, I'll sleep. But I don't think I really have too much problems with, like, sleeping. I know, I know for me... <laughs> <clears throat> um, and just basically almost any situation, I have to have something in my hands, something to play with. I don't know if you're like that. Like I have to have either like a fidget toy or just something in my hands 
or I'm gonna end up like picking at my skin or picking at or like <laughs> scratching myself because my hands have to be doing something. I don't know if you have that problem where you have to like have something to play with. I don't know that I always need an object, but I do often tend to do stuff with my hands a lot. Just like little like, fidget things. When I'm nervous or, or even just really excited about something. I'll, I think I tend to make scratching motions a lot with my hands. You do. Like when Melissa gets really excited, she like does like this really scratchy like fist thing. She's done that her entire life where she just like or does sometimes that. I'll scratch my scalp. She'll scratch her scalp. I've, I've always noticed that growing up and I was just like, that's just the Melissa thing. It's how you know she's excited. If she's doing that, you know, she's like, oh yeah, I'm nervous too. It's both, both situations. I feel like I don't hear people talk a lot about doing that kind of thing when they're really excited <laughs> but I don't know yeah for for you I feel like it's both you can be like laughing or excited about mm -hmm. something and then like when you're nervous you do it at the same time but I've known you long enough I can t I can tell the difference in the situation and know if Melissa's nervous or if Melissa is excited <laughs> it's like I know the difference between those two because I've been around long enough probably just tell by whether I'm smiling or not <laughs> that too I mean that's, <laughs> that's gonna be an obvious indicator as well oh if we're we were talking about temperature before. Do you ever have any issues with like food temperature? Because I feel like, especially when I was younger, I always seemed more sensitive to hot food than other people in my family. Sometimes, I mean, I always have to like blow on food, but I always grew up where, where food, if food was too hot, my mom would always tell me to put an ice cube in it and then you just <laughs> stir it in there and then it would like cool it down for you if you want to cool down faster. But I don't know if that's just because that only works with some foods. Yeah, I realize that. I mean, you got water sitting. That would not work with, like, a pizza. No. I think maybe not Not so much. I think with foods, I think I'm just more pickier with foods. Yeah. I, I think too. it's more of, like, the pickiness of, like, like, there's foods that I don't like that people are, like, everybody likes it. Like, I don't like pineapple. And a lot of people are, like, what? I'm the only one in my family that doesn't like pineapple. Only one in my family doesn't like, like, the baked beans and stuff. I don't like baked beans. So like, there's things like that. I know. Mm -hmm. I know Melissa loves pasta, and don't you eat pasta like like a certain <laughs> way, like plain or do you, do you eat it plain or just? I do sometimes snack on raw noodles. She she will snack. I came over once, and she's just like, I'm hungry, and pulls out a box of pasta and goes in the room, and she's just munching on, it. and I'm like. I feel like I would crack my teeth. Like, she's just eating raw pasta in her room. And I'm like, can't do that. I feel like I would break a tooth. I feel like pretty much me and all of my siblings were pretty picky when we were kids. I just think as we've gotten older, Matthew and I uh, have stayed the pickiest. Mm -hmm. Are there certain foods that you like absolutely won't eat that are just like, no? Mm. That I mean, I don't particularly care for fish very much, or red or red meat. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a white meat gal. <laughs> <laughs> also, I really don't like mint for some reason. I can't you do don't. I can't do minty toothpaste. That's right, because don't you have? have like bubblegum flavored or something. um can, can you find adult toothpaste that's not mint flavored it's hard i usually use kids toothpaste <laughs> right now my toothpaste is strawberry i was gonna say i feel like almost all adult toothpaste is mint that's why i was like mm. or like 
just plain. Yeah. Which is not very good either. Yeah. No, yeah, I forgot. You, so, so is it like, like mint chocolates? Like, do you, do you not like, like those? Or is it like um, candy cane type mint? Or? I think the only things I found that are minty that I'm okay with eating are thin mints and also mint Oreos because they taste just like thin mints. There you go. <laughs> that one makes sense. Oh, yeah. And you like candy corn. <laughs> is that weird? I mean, to me, I think it is because I feel like not a lot of people like candy corn. I think I've ran to maybe one other person that likes it. But I don't know. I mean, you don't like black licorice, do you? No. Okay, good. Okay, then she's normal then. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Do you have a problem with, like, like clothing material? Is there certain, like, type of material you can't wear that bugs you? Or is, do you not really have problems yeah. with clothes? Because I don't really feel I like I I don't feel do. like I've noticed very much when it comes to clothes. Maybe socks occasionally. Like, maybe I'm, like putting my socks on in the morning and then as soon as I put on my shoe I'm like oh nope that's wrong and then I have to pull it out and adjust it but then after that I'm fine throwing like like tags on clothes that would like itch you or anything mm -hmm. I mean I know now they don't make as many clothes <laughs> with tags in them on them anymore but I know growing yeah, up they... you used to have those itchy tags I don't think I had much of an issue with tags I do remember when I was younger that I didn't really like wearing jeans mm. I wore sweatpants a lot I think that mostly had to do with the fact that when you're like in elementary school, you end up sitting on the floor a lot, and I didn't like sitting on the floor with jeans. Yeah, because they don't really stretch very well when you have <laughs> Especially sick. Especially on like a cold, hard gym yeah. floor. That makes sense. I think now I have more like of a casual style. Like I just wear like t shirts, and then when I'm not wearing jeans, I wear like yoga bottoms or leggings or whatever. I don't know if that's more of like that's what I'm more comfortable in. I don't know if it like I can't really think of any materials that have like bugged me, but I feel like I always have to like adjust sometimes, especially when you sit down and you got like adjust. But <clears throat> I don't know if that's really an autistic thing. <laughs> can you think of anything else looking back about me that you can remember <laughs> that seemed particularly autistic? <laughs> I don't know. I think I just always knew, but I don't know if there's anything that had like stood out to me. I I, I think that like once I figured out that like your brother had it, I think I just also just saw you. I was like, oh yeah, Melissa probably just has it too. But I don't think there's anything that was like stuck out that I was like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um, poor eye contact. Is that <laughs> is that anything you have problems with? Yes. But I don't think I even realized how much of an issue it was when I was younger. I don't think I realized how much I avoided it when I was younger. I think now that I've been diagnosed and I learned that that was like a symptom, I noticed it more now versus like growing up when I just wouldn't do it because I just thought that I just didn't like doing it. But now it's like even like filming this, I'm not even looking at the camera that often. I'm just like looking around everywhere. I feel like probably people probably just didn't pointed out to me because they just saw me as really shy anyway right so people weren't like gonna pressure you to do but I think I'm like I'll go and like talk to my manager at work and he's sitting in his chair and I'm looking at the wall above him while I'm talking to him because I'm like I, I just can't I can't <laughs> do that for like very long it just makes me uncomfortable <laughs> like I know people are like 
you know, it's like a respectful thing to do, but it's like, I literally can't, I get uncomfortable <laughs> if I look at somebody in the eye for too long. I just can't do it. That's, that's just how it is. I don't know if it feels like actually uncomfortable to me. I feel like for me, it's more just, I forget to do it. Oh, well. <laughs> oh wait, I'm supposed to look you in the eye. Oh, it's too late now. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, there've been some conversations I'll have with people and then afterwards I'll think back and be like, did I even look them in the face? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't even think I noticed it with you. I think that I just never looked you in the eye, the eye. so I think I just never paid attention if you ever did. So yeah, at I this point, it was like, either. right, so I think we were both just not even paying attention to each other because we're both looking at other things around each other and just got used to it over time. So it's like, I don't even think, I don't even think we, we even noticed. What else? Abnormal posture. Eh. I mean, we're both sitting crisscross <laughs> on a chair. I can't sit with like my legs down in a regular chair for like too long. Now, at least like, you know, being in school and you always had to like sit like this all the time. Like I can't do that without, you know, I have to move my legs at some point or something like that. But now it's like, I'll be sitting on the couch and I'm like in some weird yoga position. I have like one leg this way and I'm just chilling on the couch or whatever. Like I can't sit like a normal person on a, ca on a couch. I just, I can't, I don't, I don't know if you have abnormal postures or sit differently in chairs. Probably, I think to some extent, yes. Like maybe just like, I don't like to being in the same position for too long. Right. So whether they're down or whether they're up, I'm gonna need to change it after a while. Do you think you ever really had any noise sensitivity to anything? Like, were there any noises that you knew of growing up or anything that bugged you? I know, I know like for, <laughs> for me, it was like the fire alarm at school. I do remember not liking the fire that, alarm. <laughs> that, like I- I did, I used to put my fingers in my ears for that. I was to say, I would cry. Like there was one time like, like I like when teachers told us ahead of time, good. And then I could like prepare, but like when they had, whenever they, they did the, the, uh, ones nobody knew about, mm -mm, mm -mm. I, I couldn't do, it was just too loud. And like my elementary school would echo in the hallways. So you go outside and it's five times louder because it's echoing and bouncing off the walls. And I just, I hated fire drills. Like once I got to college, I'm like, you know what? Let the place burn down, man. <laughs> I don't think it's bad enough for me to like hate certain things maybe just being more annoying than for the average person but yeah I don't know. what what else oh the i i work in like it's not really a warehouse but i work in the back of a store so there's forklifts and stuff and when like the guys are backing up and it makes that high-pitched beeping noise and then they <laughs> leave it they're like they're sitting there waiting for something and it's still like in the backup mode and i'm like can y'all like turn the beep off it's like, I'll literally sit there and be like, why is that thing still beeping? <laughs> I'll be like, I can't hear focusing on anything. Literally, like, 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 at first, I'm like, okay. And then, like, you know, like a minute later, I'm like, it's still beeping. Like, no, we cannot be. Like, can you not have that thing beeping? <laughs> like, you're not even backing up. You're just sitting there. So, like, that can get um, a, a little annoying. Um, oh, and then the other day at work, they were testing the fire alarms scared the heebie-jeebies out of me because they even said oh we're gonna test them and i'm like okay i'm like i haven't done this since high school you're gonna be okay and all of a sudden and i was like i jumped and i was like i do not and i was on break so i'm sitting in break room we all just jumped i'm like i do not i'm like i still do not like that i don't care how old i am i'm like next time i'm gonna ask to leave the building because <laughs> that was i was like no, that brought back so much anxiety for me. I was like, uh-uh, nope, uh, just, let the just let the building burn down. Okay, we don't need it to come out. I was, I could not do that. 
Like, I'll notice, like, beeping noises like that. Like, like the smoke detector. When the batteries go dead and it beeps like that, that bugs me. Like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll tell Brian, I'm like, you have to shut that off. He's like, what? I'm like, the smoke detector. I'm like, I cannot sleep. It's beeping. <laughs> like, it, it beeps, I think, like that bug me. It's not so much, I mean, I don't know. My, my sister had pointed out that I didn't do well in crowded places as a kid because we had gone to, like, Chuck E. Cheese once for her sister's birthday party and I freaked out. I had a fear of, of mascots for a while. Mm. So Chuck E. G's has a mascot and being a loud place, it didn't work well for me as a kid. But, you have a lot of fears. <sighs> I think, yes, but the mascots was one that took me to like high school to get over. And I don't know if it was just like, like there was somebody in there or I don't know what it was about, but they always had just freaked me out. Doesn't matter if it was a baseball or a person or an animal, it had just always freaked me out. So, yeah, I don't know. Could you think of any noises that ever bugged you? I'm in fire alarms. <laughs> I'm having trouble thinking of anything. I mean, I think there were some sounds that I was a little bit scared of, but I don't think that had anything to do with the noise itself. Mm -hmm. The old alarm clocks that, that bah, bah noise I made. I didn't like that. That's why I have to wake up to music now. That's why I'm glad I have a phone where I can make alarms. <laughs> I did not like that. Da, 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 da. No. Uh, oh, and squeak toys and, and like a, like dog toys. Like our dog, he doesn't have any squeak toys because you squeak that for a long time. I'm like, okay, <laughs> no, we're, we're not doing that. <laughs> like I can't, maybe I, sh I don't know what it is with those ones, but I, I, I can't do them. They're not even the same t same type of noise, I feel like, but... When you're talking about your dog, we, do you want yeah. to talk about animals? I had a fear of dogs. Me too. <laughs> I talked about this with my sister. So, you guys listened to the last episode. We talked about that. I had a fear, mostly big dogs. I had a fear of, which I still... It depends. It depends on if the dog's really trained. Like, if it's going to jump on me, then we might have a problem. But, like... Smaller dogs, I'm kind of, like, okay with it. Yeah, I know Melissa's family's never really had any pets. You guys are never really, like... They've had hamsters. Yeah, they've had... They've never had, like, dogs or cats or anything. Was there ever, like, a reasoning to that? Or do you guys just not really dog people? Uh, I think my mom might be mildly allergic. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Are, are, do, you, do you think you're still, like, scared of dogs? Or do you think it's more uh, of, like... I've gotten used to them. I still don't think I like the idea of them licking me. I still don't really like that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, like, you used to come over to, like, my house, and I would have a dog, and you'd be pretty chill with him. Yeah. I, I, my sister, when she moved out and got her own place, she ended up getting a dog. So I think I started to get, get used to it from her dog. Yeah. Which, yeah, for me, it's just little dogs I'm mostly okay with, but big dogs, like, I'll have my moments. But growing up, it was like, we had a dog that would come visit us at school, and I would, I wouldn't, had nothing to do with it. I'd be in the corner, just like, I think it'd sobbing. be especially afraid of dogs that just made a lot of noise, whether they were big or small. Yeah, the barking, I don't like it when dogs bark a lot, too. especially if it's like dead quiet, and it's like one of those big dogs, and all of a sudden you get the, oh, scares the crap out of me. And and my husband's in-laws have a German Shepherd, and they'll be dead quiet. And you just hear, oh, scares the crap <laughs> every time. Because it's just, it's that loud, big bark. And you're just like, no. But were there ever other animals you were scared of? Or 
I don't know. I, I feel like when I was younger, I didn't interact with animals enough to know if there were any, if there was anything else. I mean, I'm scared of like snakes and stuff, but those are all like common, common things. I don't think I ever had a problem with snakes. Snakes are scary. I mean, as long as I know it's a safe snake. Mm -hmm. I've held a couple before. I think I held one at school. Why did you bring up animals? What else did you want to talk about with the animals? I don't know. <laughs> you just I was just trying to think of a topic we could talk about. I was trying to think of what my sister had mentioned. There was one thing. Um, I used to drink milk, according to my sister, religiously. Like at <laughs> dinner time, I would drink like two glasses of milk and then like never eat my food. And my parents were like, okay, we have to like cut back. So like, I don't know, was there anything that you just used to eat a lot of as a kid? Like, I didn't even remember doing that. Like, my sister was like, yeah, you used to drink, like, two glasses of milk. I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know if I remember anything like that. I'm like, I don't remember doing anything like that. But, and then, like, I would have problems whenever, um, whenever I would have my food allergy and I, would, and I would have to tell people about it. That used to bring me a lot of social anxiety because it was, like, everybody's focused on you, center of attention type thing. And I didn't want to have everybody like doing that so I, sometimes I just wouldn't tell people because it was always just like oh like what can I make all this and it was just a lot of social anxiety for me like I would get emotional about it and I know that sounds like a weird thing to get emotional about but I hated telling people about it because I would just and maybe it was just also like the feeling of like you feel left out again because you know you can't eat what everybody else is so you don't feel like you're that trying to be that normal person like everybody else so I'm wondering if it had a lot to do with that feeling but I don't know, you never really had a food allergy, so you can't relate, but <laughs> yeah. have you ever had problems with, like, being, like, the center of attention? Have you ever gotten, like, social anxiety or anything that way? Do you or, mean my entire life? Well, yeah, yeah, just, just in general. Or, like, Are you talking about my entire existence? <laughs> <laughs> like, because I know, I know, like, you would have moments where, like, you would sometimes get called on and you are just, like, were unsure, just didn't know if you wanted to answer sometimes. So I wasn't sure, like, did you ever get, like, super overwhelmed or was it just, like, a little bit overwhelming? I don't know what goes on inside your head, so I don't know. I guess I've always tried to push through it, but yeah, you know, there's always been that, like, base level anxiety around that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It was always worse when it was, like, unexpected. Like, I hated getting called on, like, at school, but I always sat mm -hmm. in the front, so I always got... <laughs> Because cause I couldn't sit in the back because I would get too distracted by everybody else. So I had to sit mm -hmm. in the front so I couldn't see the distractions behind me. I never wanted to sit in the very front, though. I, would, I always liked the yeah. second row. Generally, if it wasn't the very front, it was I could do the second row and be fine. But, mm, yeah, it was just I hate being called on because I, I, would, I would have that fear of being wrong. And then everybody knows that you said the wrong answer. <laughs> so then you have that anxiety of, like, I said the wrong answer and people are going to think I'm stupid or blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't, were you ever, like, hopefully this doesn't get, like, too sensitive, would you, were you ever, like, bullied or made fun of at all in school for being different? Like, did kids ever, like, make fun of you? Um, the only thing I can really think of is, I guess I'll, I can go into it. Yeah. On the bus in elementary school, I kind of got bullied there a little bit. Like, some kids would call me mute. And I don't... That is horrible! <laughs> okay, so me and Melissa grew up together, but we never went to the same school. 
We only went to the same church, even though we used to live down the street from each other, just on opposite sides <laughs> of the road. So we never got to go to high school together, which was kind of sucks because we probably would have been really awesome in high school together. <laughs> but that's just how the boundaries worked where we grew up. Even though I live five minutes on the street from the high school she went to. But I'm like, I, we would have just been made fun of together then. <laughs> I was kind of mean though, mute. How? <laughs> some other stuff but I won't get into it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I think for me it was mostly just people thinking I was weird but like everybody liked my sister <laughs> and they would walk up to her and be like do you think your sister's weird? Do you think she has problems? Like they would ask her that stuff and she's like no. So like people had all thought that I was weird and I think for me it was more of they would make fun of me when I wasn't around but there were like little things that they would do but like nothing was really like it wasn't anything like severe like that like no one ever called me mute but one of my friends told me that i dressed like a nun <laughs> and all i wore were jeans and t-shirts i'm like do you know how a nun dresses because <laughs> they don't wear jeans and t-shirts i mean i wore jackets a lot but schools are always cold like i didn't dress like a nun I'm like i'm not sorry i'm not coming to school in booty shorts but I'm, <laughs> it's not it's not what i do i don't think i was ever i don't think i ever really cared that much if people thought it was weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think the way I thought about it was, I know I'm weird. It's just a fact about me. <laughs> I think I think I was more afraid of people thinking I was rude <laughs> than anything. Mm, yeah, like, I don't, don't want to be thought of as rude because <laughs> I, right. I don't, I try not to be. Right. One thing I just thought of, back to the clothing thing for me, I had a hard time wearing shorts for the longest time. I wasn't comfortable wearing shorts. Like, there was one year, like, I went to girls camp, I wore jeans all week. <laughs> and I was known as the girl who wore jeans all week because I just didn't really wear shorts then. I had to, I don't know if that was just me not being comfortable with, like, wearing shorts then. Because I didn't really grow up wearing shorts all the time. I wore jeans all throughout summertime. So I don't know if that was, like, an autistic thing, just not being comfortable with wearing shorts. But, like, I wear shorts now. Like, I'm better about it. But even sometimes mm -hmm. I still have moments where I'm like, I feel like I'm really exposed. It's just my knee. Like... So I don't know if you ever had problems with like switching between like pants or shorts or anything like that. Mm, not really. You don't, you don't really wear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do wear shorts. Yeah, I just can't wear them as often because of work. Yeah, but. true. <laughs> I had a lot of tomboy tendencies growing up. I don't know. I I was both, but there were moments where I would be very much tomboy, and I think even now I dress more like that with like t-shirts and pants and stuff I don't really dress up a lot but there were moments where I would be into like trucks or like I had a dinosaur phase I went through where I had an obsession with dinosaurs and I had everything dinosaur related so I had phases like that and then I'd go back to playing with Barbies the next day so I don't know if you ever had any like tomboy phases hmm. I don't know <laughs> I feel like a lot of the things I think of I was into were kind of more gender neutral things to begin with yeah <laughs> Yeah, you because like I'm like Pokemon's gender neutral thing. I don't know. Legos are gender neutral. I mean, I've never been in girly in the fact that I never like wearing makeup. I yeah. never like that too. I'm the same way. I I don't like the feeling of wearing makeup. Well, one, I personally feel like it's just a waste of money. Like you're spending four fifty <laughs> bucks for what a eyeliner? Oh yeah, your eye looks a whole inch thicker. I don't. I'm also like, too lazy to do it. Right. I don't want to have to get up earlier in the morning to do anything with like with that. 
facts. Plus, yeah, yeah, you gotta spend 20 minutes. It's like, no, I'm also saving money not buying makeup. I also just don't, like, I don't know, the feeling of it, like, going on my face sometimes is a little, like, sensory thing. Because I've worn it a few times. I had to wear it for, like, a school play once. So I had to wear it for a couple of nights there. Which was fine, because I wasn't playing myself, so I didn't really care. But, like, and then um, my sister-in-law put on me for fun a few times. And I'm just sitting there, like, the brush against my... Like, it was, it was just, like, a different feeling. So it's not something that I was comfortable with. I specifically cannot do eye makeup because my eyes oh my get really twitchy when I try to uh, do anything with that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been told I have a very twitchy eye too. And like people will like try to do it and I'm like, and it's all twitching and they're like, I can't, I'm like, I'm sorry. Or, or, or like people trying to like, like, I don't think I could ever wear contacts because I feel like I my eye either. would just... And I wouldn't be able to get, like, I have a hard time putting eye drops in. I have to, like, peel my eye open mm-hmm. and shove it in there because my eyes won't. Last time I went to the eye doctor, they tried to, like, do something about, like, my eye pressure or something where you have to, like, blow a puff of air into your eye. And they couldn't really get it because my eye was twitching too much. <laughs> I have gotten, something flew into my eye once. To like a windstorm, I had to go to the urgent care and get it removed, and that was a lot because I had to get eye drops to numb my eye, and then the guy had to like go in there and like get out, so I didn't feel anything, but I had to like not like twitch my eye and stuff. It was a lot of work, and I had to wear like eye drops for like a month after that, a couple times a day, so that that was a lot. Um, for me. I don't like the heat. I would I would rather personally be cold than be hot. I think I'm probably the same way. <laughs> like, I like winter better than summer. Like, I'd rather go outside and be cold and then you can come inside and warm up versus going outside and being hot and then, like, trying to, like, cool down. I feel like mm-hmm. that takes longer. So I'm more of, like, a winter-y person, cold-weather person because I feel like it's just a lot easier to warm up. You just, like, throw a blanket I think it's- on. Harder to say when you get to extremes, but if we're talking like mildly hot versus mildly cold, I think I'd rather be mildly cold. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like that's the same way. Also, um, I'm very clumsy. I don't know. Are are you pretty clumsy? I don't feel <laughs> I don't like you're. I feel like I'm particularly clumsy. I'm very clumsy. And um, yeah, that's a big thing. Did you ever walk on your tiptoes as a kid? Or, 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 like, walk I mean, on your toes? Not that I remember. As, I mean, I, I do it now. Only if I remember trying to... Only if I'm, like, walking down a hallway at night. Yeah. <laughs> but, I do it now, but I don't realize I'm doing it. Like, I'll just be, like, walking to the kitchen. I'm like, wait. <laughs> trying to go flat feet. But I don't know if I ever did as a kid. But, I'm like, now I'll, like, subconsciously, like, do it. I also tend to um, sway a lot in my seat. Or, like, rock back yeah. and forth. But I don't even realize that I'll do, like, I'll be sitting there watching TV, and five minutes later, I'm like, how long have I been rocking for? And I'm just, just going to town. I just don't uh, even know I've, I'm doing I've it. I've known for basically my entire life that I do that a lot. <laughs> just, yeah. like, rocking slowly back and forth. Really subtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I never realized I did. And then, like, now I'll just be sitting there. How long have I been rocking for? I don't, even, I don't even know if Brian even notices that like I'm rocking. Do you ever? I don't think I have. He hasn't paid <laughs> No, I think he's just so, either he's just used to it or whatever. I'll just be sitting there. I'm, I'm rocking, huh? I'm not even in a rocking chair. 
Like, I'll, I'll subconsciously, like, do that now. I also have to have, like, <laughs> everything organized in a certain way, like, like my workstation. I can't work until everything's in the place where I last put it. I don't know if you, like, do that with your, like, work. That was one thing I brought up to my psychologist when I went there. I, she, she, she was like, oh, like, do you like having, like, organized work stuff? I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, if my scissors are not in the right spot, I have to put everything back. Like, I have to examine, make sure everything's in the right spot before I can actually start doing my job. Or it's going to bug me that it's not in that spot. I feel like I'm actually not as good at keeping things organized. Like, you've seen my room. Melissa <laughs> does have a messy room. Which, which I was just telling her earlier, it would surprise me if I came into her room one day and it was actually clean. It's never clean. <laughs> yeah. I have stuff spray, splayed across like half of my bed and yeah. I sleep in my bed like that. She literally sleeps on one side of her bed and the other side just has books, her laptop, all those, and she just sleeps with it like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I would knock all that off. Like, I feel like I would, like, turn so dramatic and it would all just fall off the bed and scare me. But, no, she, every time, she's got that one side of her bed full of junk. And then she's like, I sleep on this side. And it's like, I mean, if you're sleeping fine, that's cool, man. You can sleep like that. But <laughs> it was always just, like, well, I wouldn't say that, like, it's, I wouldn't say that, like, you were messy. But I know that your room has always kind of been a little bit messy. But I still feel like you have your organization things and, like, your books and stuff. You keep all that organized. Yeah, I feel like it's more like I like sorting and organizing specific things like my books. Mm -hmm. But then everything else is just kind of chaos. <laughs> like, I have very neat and tidy bookshelves in my room. And everything else just splayed out everywhere. <laughs> Clothes in random piles. <laughs> Multiple laundry baskets. Do you ever have a problem with, like, certain textures of, like, carpets or, like, floors? Like, are there any that, like, feel... Like, I know this one in your basement is a little bit, like, rougher than others, but have you ever, like, been to somebody's house and, like, their carpet's been, like, really rough? Or... I don't think I've ever really thought about that. <laughs> I will, like, for me, like, I don't like beaches. Like, I can't do sand. Hmm. That just, I think it's mostly just the sand that's been in the sun all day. I don't like that. I don't like the feeling of going in the water and coming back and getting sand back on me again. Just, I'm just not a big sand person. Yeah. I don't feel like I notice as much problems with me with sensory type things mm -hmm. or the things I do think of are a little bit more mild. <laughs> yeah. I have this. <laughs> so I used to organize my closet, I color coordinated my closet. So I had all my shirts organized by color. And, I, and then I'd go down the line, be like, okay, wear a red shirt today, like blue shirt tomorrow. Like it was organized like that. Now I don't do that because I did something different. But now it's like backwards. Now when I hang up my clothes, I can't have two of the same color shirt hanging next to each other. <laughs> so I can't have two black t-shirts hanging up. I have to put like two or three shirts in between them that aren't the same colors. And then I feel better about it. But I still like go, you can ask Brian, I go in, in order. Like I'm like, okay, this is the t-shirt in front. I'm wearing this one. And like, I can't skip over it or like, I'm like, it doesn't feel right and stuff. So I don't know if you ever have weird stuff like that that you do, but that's one I do. It I does remind me of something very specific <laughs> that I haven't thought about in a while, but it's kind of something that my whole family has done. But like, we'll have, we'll buy a bunch of candy for Easter and we'll count out how many candies there are. So each person gets the exact same amount. And we'll sometimes we'll even do the same thing with the colors of the candies. Like, oh, we 
there's enough for each person to get three green M&Ms <laughs> and five blue ones. <laughs> but even my other siblings do that kind of thing too. But never th as a parent. Okay, there's only enough M&Ms for everybody to get one red one. Okay, this is how we're gonna do. It's not like there's that much of a flavor difference, but I think something else that kind of runs throughout our entire family is we all kind of like rocking. We have a lot of rocking chairs. They do. I just noticed <laughs> that their living room, like, if, it's like there's like three or four rocking chairs and then like a couch. And every time I come over, somebody's just going to town <laughs> in that rocking chair. So I just noticed that now. I'm like, yeah, you do have like four rocking chairs in your living room. Like rocking chair. And then you got one down here. Hey, sometimes it's fun. If you're just watching TV, it just gives you something to do. I don't blame you for that one. <laughs> depression. I'm not, I don't really get depression. I have had issues with that. Yeah, I know depression is hit and miss with some people, but I don't really. I mean, you know, I have moments like I get sad about stuff, but I've never had like depression problems. But I know it's common with some autistic people. Flat or like abnormal speech. Mm. Don't really feel like. I mean, I feel like my voice is regular. Depends well, on the situation. Be, yeah, it might depend on who I'm talking to or what about. Or my mood. <laughs> yeah. Like if someone's being like annoying and they're talking to me, I might have like. Or if you're really bored. Yeah. But like. You're just done with the day. <laughs> but like regular, like I'm just talking to somebody, I, I think it's it's fine. You want to talk any more about like fixations or obsessions <laughs> we could i mean i think a common one that me and melissa have is disney yeah i think i think melissa's maybe like a tad bit more because <laughs> melissa's actually like seen basically almost every anime disney movie and i basically have too except yeah. for like some of like the newer ones but like well, we can sit there and just like have disney movie conversations we can do harry <laughs> potter i haven't read the books but like, i've seen the movies and that's kind of one that i feel mm -hmm. like we were both just like into both of those a lot but it's like me i'm like i'm not into like manga or pokemon that much so i can't really relate with those ones but like disney and harry potter are like for sure ones that we I feel could... like harry potter is one that's kind of starting to wane probably because mm -hmm. my other obsessions are kind of taking the place so so <laughs> she's like i still like harry potter but not like as much it's slowly like i don't have as much time for harry potter because i have to make more time for anime <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense but yeah those are i mean those are i would think some Something of our common ones else that i'm really into that we didn't bring up is i kind of have an obsession with miniature things she does <laughs> she like has miniature like furniture and stuff that like she likes to collect and that she like buys some stores and then like anytime i see it i go melissa would love that it's a little tiny <laughs> Yeah, either buying them or just making them myself. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is about mini things. I don't even really use them for anything. I just like looking at them because they're so cute. <laughs> I know at one point you used to collect like little food erasers too. <laughs> yeah. I used to like buy her like for like Christmas presents. I would buy her packages <laughs> of just like food erasers she didn't have. And she wouldn't even use them. She'd just keep them in a little box. <laughs> She'd, she'd be like, it's the ice cream, it's a cheeseburger. I've had, I've had several random collections over the years. Yeah. Do you have, have you ever had any random collections 
I mean, I know you've collected like rubber ducks. Rubber duckies. I have a bouncy ball collection. I would almost kind of say I collect movies. Because anytime I go to like a thrift store anywhere else, I have to go look at movies. And I'm like, I don't have this movie. I have to buy it. So I guess you could kind of say I collect movies and maybe even like board games. Because those are things I like to buy and look at almost anywhere we go. So, but I think like, I don't know if there's anything other like weird stuff that I collect. I don't actually. Kind of think of the weird collections I've had. I, I mean, know. I guess they're not really weird, but I've had quite a few random ones. I've collected rocks. I've collected pencils. I've collected erasers. I've collected seashells. I have a collection of rings that are specifically animal rings. I remember those too because I, I, she used to show them to me and I, I would buy her animal rings. And I'd be like, which animal rings do you have and stuff? So I remember the animal rings. Now that I think about it, I'm like, I remember the animal rings. I guess I also kind of have a collection of like, you see my room and I have, I have that shelf of like random bottles. Mm-hmm. Interesting like potion looking bottles. I call it her Harry Potter shelf. Yeah, I've just sort of accumulated them, and I'll put random stuff in it to try to make it look like there's something magical in there. I would I almost know. say you're a book collector, too. Yeah, probably. Because you have quite a... I mean, you, you're not, like, having, like, a library of books, but you have quite a bit of books. But you also have them neatly organized, so it doesn't look like they're all in, like, one area, and that's a lot. Like, you have some on this shelf and some on that shelf. So you spread them out to where they're not all on, like, mm -hmm. one shelf, and then everybody's like... I have one shelf specifically for my nonfiction books. And with those, I have tried to organize them by how they would be in the Dewey Decimal System at the library. <laughs> so Melissa <laughs> worked at a library. For like four years. She I got knows. to know the Dewey Decimal System pretty well. I couldn't even tell you the Dewey Decimal System. I was the one that stands in the library going... I don't know where 857.62 is. <laughs> and you're looking for it, and then you're like, oh, I'm in the sixth, and you go, I don't know. What number did you say? 85726. <laughs> I don't know. 8572.6 <laughs> or something. I just picked a number. <laughs> I would laugh most of it was like, that's the 800s science. is literature. <laughs> oh, yeah, love that. Um, oh, one thing I thought, I'm a, I'm a very visual person. So, like, if somebody mm -hmm. tells me directions where to go, I have no idea what they're talking about. My brain is more like Google Maps. So, you <laughs> could sit there and be like, oh, like, we're going to go to Target. And I'm like, okay, well, like, which one? The one on this road. I have no idea where that is. Is it the one that's by the cemetery? It's by the Home Depot that goes down this road? <laughs> and they'll be like, yeah. Like, why didn't you just say that? Because it's on the... I don't know what road that is. I just <laughs> mentally in my head know that there is a Target on this road that has a frozen custard place and the coals right there next to it. That's what I know. I don't know street. I also I also have to take the same way to and from work every day. And if there's like an accident or I have to go somewhere else, I like freak out because I'm like, this is not my normal route. And also just because I don't know where I'm living very well. So I'm like to pull up Google Maps really fast and figure out how to get home. So I see something familiar. So I, I don't know if your brain like works like that. Visually. I think I've gotten better with street names, I'm, I still don't think I'm very good with highways. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are these numbers you're saying? 94, where is that? I don't know. <laughs> 70, 64, <laughs> highway O, what is the, okay. I think there are like certain streets that I know very well, but other than that, I do think it helps a lot to 
have a a landmark other than a street name <laughs> to help. Yep, I'm I'm the same. And I think now having that visual like memory and then coming back to like seeing my hometown being like, that wasn't there before. That was a field. <laughs> that used to be like a schnooks. That used to be. That didn't used to be. They're like I can sit there and be like, that doesn't look right. There was grass there before. Now it's Nemo's. What is this? Like I noticed, like 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 even coming off here, they're building a car wash down the street. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that wasn't there before. Was there even something there? I think that was just a field. I don't even remember. But I was one of them, like, that wasn't there before. Like, there's no car wash there. So, like, I noticed, like, things like that because I'm like, that's, that doesn't feel right. That's in the wrong spot. But, yeah, I, I, do, do you have to take, like, the same roads, like, to your house or to certain places? Without... Um, I mean, if I know of a different route, I don't think I would be opposed to taking it mm -hmm. if I needed to. There is even, when I worked at the library... And I would, you normally took the highway to and from. There were some days where I decided I don't want to drive on the highway today, so I would take the service road most of the way home instead. The highway can be intimidating. <laughs> like I'll take it in the morning when I go to work because I go in at like six a.m. So Especially if it looks road. like I'm looking over, like it looks like there's a lot of traffic today. I'll just switch lanes. <laughs> <laughs> that works too. Plus, a lot of times the side roads or service roads aren't nearly as busy, but there are like more stoplights. But yeah, I. I'll, I'll, I'll have to, I'll, I'll have this problem where like I needed to go get gas and then Brian's like well why don't you just go to like this gas station I'm like because it's not on my way home <laughs> the shell is right across the street from where I work I can just pull in get and go but it's more expensive there but I don't want to <laughs> go out of my way but it's right but they see this right there though and I'm comfortable with it and then like I was off one day and I was like guess what I went to that quick trip and got gas I had to use Google Maps though, and he's like it's down the street so like, I didn't remember I get to so I'm like, I'll have little, like, things like that. It's like, no, I didn't stop and do that. Why? Because it wasn't on the way home, and I didn't feel like driving the extra because I, I don't know where anything is over there. So there's, the, like, things like that that I'll do. I do with, tend like, to use the same gas station over and over again. I tend to, too, because then you feel more, like, comfortable. But I might have to start using a cheaper one <laughs> because some of them are more expensive than others. But sometimes if I'm really low, I'll just be like, no, I'm going to go there anyway. But, yeah. So that's a visual. <laughs> so you have a very visual memory. Very visual learner. Mm -hmm. Like, if I see somebody do it, I can generally do it. I can't have someone just sit there and explain to me how to do it. It's like, <laughs> no, you have to show me how it's done. Or I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm a very visual learner. Do you like... Having subtitles on when you're watching it. I hate show. having subtitles on. <laughs> they are so distracting. I don't know if that's just me. Because like, I'll sit there and I'll be watching a movie. And especially if it's one like I've seen. Like I'll, sit, I'll be reading the subtitles. And my brain is focused on that. That I miss what's going on in the movie. I, I hate having subtitles on. No. I've probably gotten used to it from anime. But uh -huh. even with English shows. I tend to like doing subtitles. I guess because... I don't have to worry about the volume or if someone starts mumbling in the mm, show. That makes sense. Or, I don't know, sometimes it just helps me remember what they're saying. Yeah. I think it helps me learn characters' names faster. That's true. I just, I just can't do them. They're so distracting to me. I can't. I'll literally sit there and be like, okay, I can either watch the movie or read the subtitle. My brain cannot do both at the same time. Because then I'll be reading it, and I'm like, oh, I missed something. And then I'll be watching it, I'm like, I don't know what they're saying. Oh, like, so I just, I just can't do it. I, don't, I hardly 
rarely, if ever, have a movie in subtitles unless unless it's like one of those movies and, and then like somebody speaks French and it pops up what they say in like English, but I never watch a movie in subtitles. I can't do it. Like at school, <laughs> they'd have subtitles on. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm so, I don't even know which one I'm supposed to watch. I can't, I can't do it. I also I like to have the TV volume either by multiples of five or at an even number. Like if the I'm the exact same way. If the TV volume is on like 19, it will bug me. It would have to be 18 or yes. it has to be 20. Like I can't sit there with the volume at like nine. No, I'm like, no, you either have to put it on 18 or 20. This is a very random thing we have in common. It's, I've seen it be like kind of like an, an autistic thing. Cause I'll sit there, but okay, 10's fine, 11's fine, 12, 13, nah, nah, 14's okay. But like, no, I'm not gonna leave it on nine has to be 10 or eight. <laughs> like it, it, it doesn't work sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't really realize, I didn't realize you did that too. Yeah. It's probably not something you talk about very much. <laughs> you know what I like to do? Make sure that, that my TV volumes either a multiple of two or it's five, like 15. That's a good volume number. Keep it at 15, you know, 33, fine. 13, fine. 19. No. Mm. and like or or if 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 like i'm like counting something and it stops at like 39 i'll listen to like i need one more like it has to be an equal like number like you can't just leave it at nine like you need to have 10 10 makes it more equal or get rid of one like you can't just i don't know like leaving something on nine when it's so close to being like a whole number or something just kind of bugs me sometimes i just remembered something what i think i had a random phase when I was a kid, mm -hmm. where I didn't want to turn off my light to go to sleep at night unless my clock was on a multiple of five. <laughs> I don't think that phase lasted very long, but I just remembered that I did that for a while. Mm, I never had that, but most of the way, no way, it's not, it's not a twenty-five yet. Okay, now you can turn. Like, imagine if you just missed it, then you have to sit there for five more minutes and be like, "Well, gotta find something to do for five minutes." Cause you physically like you get uncomfortable if you if you don't do that. I've never I've never heard that before. That's very interesting. I forgot I did it. Like, it must not have been a very long phase if you forgot that you did that. Yeah. Or like for me, I have to do something like how do I explain this? If I do something with like my right hand, I also sometimes have to do it with with a, my left hand right afterwards. So I feel like they're equal. Hmm. So like driving, if for so, if for some reason like I bump this leg, I have to bump it with with a, my <laughs> left arm. So that way I'm like okay, they both touch the leg. Like, I'm fine that way. Because if not, I'll sit there and be like. I can't. I got. I don't know why. It just like. Do you bugs feel like me. you can still feel it on the one arm? I feel like I can feel it on like my leg, and I'll sit there and be like, I have to touch it with the other arm, or else it's gonna bite. So I'll just be like driving, and I'm like, well, I gotta hit this foot now or something, like, like, because then it just bugs me. It's like, oh, like I didn't do. It's just like weird things I did, like things about being equal and stuff like that, or having like an even number of like stuff. Common thing. I also like wear. So the one time that I do like wear jewelry, I have to have, or else it feels funny because I've done it without it. Where I have to have like a watch on this hand, a bracelet here, a ring on this finger, and a necklace. If I'm missing one of those, throws me off. 
So I'm so used to wearing that to like church and stuff. Like I have a watch, a bracelet, a ring, a necklace, and that's all I wear. Interesting. If 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 I'm like not wearing the watch, I like my body knows it's like you're missing something. There's not something there, and then it'll bug me like I forgot my watch, I forgot my bracelet or something. Like I just notice things like that. I'm also very detailed oriented, so like mm -hmm. I I'm a very big people watcher too so like if somebody walks by generally i can figure out like what they're wearing because like i was talking to my sister-in-law one time and some dude walked by and i was like that dude was wearing a white t-shirt with a bandana and a pair of she's like she can't even see that guy i'm like yeah he just walked right by while he was talking to me yeah he looked like some some dude he had a white t-shirt on a bandana she's like i didn't even know it's like yep i noticed that type of stuff i can look at some bit Jeans, black, okay, <laughs> cops ask me anything, I've seen them. <laughs> oh, I feel like if I was needed to talk to a sketch artist, I would be such a terrible <laughs> person to ask. I feel like it would depend on how much pressure I'm I'm under. If it was something more casual, I'd be like, yeah, but like I feel like if I was really stressed out, then it probably wouldn't be good. But at the same time, I am can be kind of detail-oriented. I was always that kid at school that like when a, the, the teacher was like, someone remind me tomorrow about this assignment, I was always the kid who still remembered the assignment and everybody would tell me, don't say anything. We don't. So I would always be the kid that was like, a lot of times I didn't say anything, but I said, like, she said we were gonna do this today. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, I know I'm detail oriented too, but I don't, I don't think it extends as much to people. I don't feel like I have a great memory for faces. <laughs> I don't know, that might just be because I don't look as at people's faces as much. I'm pretty good with names. I don't really tend to forget names. Like generally you introduce me or, or, or like somebody says somebody's name once and I don't really forget it. I'm pretty good with names. Do you tend to I forget was, names? I was the kind of kid where I could go an entire semester in a class and not know everybody's name at the end. So I never liked having to pass back papers to people. Because you'd sit there... Who's Noah? Like, we're halfway through the year. I should know everybody, but I don't. I don't know who Noah is. I'll save it for later. No, don't know that one either. I see, I, I, I was the kid where I could pass my papers. Megan, done. John, done. Jacob E, done. Like, I, I knew who everybody was because I just, I paid attention to stuff like that, which is a weird thing to pay attention to. But I remembered people's names. Very good at that stuff. But then you throw math at me and I'm like, no. Very bad at math. <laughs> I've always been able to do math okay, but I've never liked it all that much. I, I think geometry was always my favorite branch of math. Because like, I feel like it was just a little more visual. <laughs> it was visual, and I feel like it was almost a little bit easier, because I feel like they're just kind of like, oh, you want to find the circumference? Here's an equation to do it. And they kind of gave it to you, and you just like put the numbers in. Versus like algebra was like, find all this stuff oh here's a fraction i think in geometry a lot of the concepts just make a little bit more sense yeah it was a little bit easier for me to understand geometry better than algebra but I'm trying to think if there's anything else yeah we've been going for more than an hour now that's okay <laughs> <laughs> well we want my longer episodes but that'll be okay i feel like the second we stop something's gonna pop my head <laughs> gosh dang it <laughs> Oh, I did remember something. Hmm. I was just reminded, like, a couple, like, earlier this week. <laughs> I kind of forgot this ever happened, but my mom reminded me that when I was in elementary school, there was a period where I would get 
me and a couple other kids would get taken out of normal class time and we would go to a, a special class for to help with social skills. <laughs> I had something similar, but I had one where growing up my W's and my R's, I would get them mixed up. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to like, like a speech teacher to learn those. And then at my school they had um, like a special reading thing that was called Wolfpack because we were the wolves. And we would get taken out for like certain things and we would do like reading there and stuff and then we get candy at the end. It's pretty fun. I graduated in like fifth grade, but then like middle school I was still in like special ed classes, but I don't think I had one for like social stuff. I was pretty good in school at like giving like PowerPoint presentations. I never really had a problem with like public speaking. Like, yeah, I'd still get nervous, but I was never like freak out nervous. So I'd, I'd say I was generally pretty good. I'd get to the point where I'll get nervous that I talk really, really fast. That's the only really nervous thing I, I did. But I'd say I was pretty good with like public speaking. Yeah, I've never been one for public speaking. Although over time, I think it has kind of gotten to the point where it's almost easier to give a pre-prepared presentation than it is to just have an impromptu conversation with someone I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, yeah, it's a lot easier because then you, you already know what you're going to say versus like trying to come up with stuff. This mm-hmm. One thing I thought of that my sister brought up is butterflies. <laughs> I was scared. I, I had my moments where I was scared of butterflies at the butterfly house. I know you were the same. Are you still <laughs> pretty scared of butterflies or? Yeah, I mean, I'm fine. I'm usually fine with insects if there's no threat of them touching me, like Mm -hmm. they're behind a glass or something. But if there was like a bug on the floor, you'd be like, no. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. I still don't like butterflies or anything. Yeah, which is weird because it's like we know that they aren't going to harm us, but maybe it's just the fact of like there's still like a bug and they could land on you and you don't like the feeling of it being on you. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's how it is for you, but it's just because like I'll go to the butterfly house and I'm like, I don't want them to touch me. Do not touch me. Like, land on somebody my else. My mom and my sister forced me to go to the butterfly house once, too. I was terrified the entire time. Yeah, and, and then our zoo has one that you can go into, which I'll, I'll go into. Now, I'm a little bit better, but I still just don't want them to, like, land on me. But I've always known Melissa was never big on, like, bugs. <laughs> like, she'd come home and be like, there's a wasp! And she'd, like, run or inside <laughs> or something. Like, bugs aren't really, aren't really, th- I, just, I, I just don't <laughs> want them on me. Or near me. I don't know. Oh yeah, at one point, when I was a teenager probably, I found a wasp or something, or it might have been a yellow jacket, by my window in my room. And I didn't sleep in my room for several days. <laughs> I, I used to be scared of ladybugs. And I used to get those in my room growing up, and I would cry as a kid. Mm. Like I would go out there to my mom and my sister and be like, there are ladybugs in my room. Because I think my window, because we had really old windows on our house, I think there was like a crack in them or like it wasn't sealed properly so they could get into my room. And it was only in my room. And so I'd like freak out and my sister and my mom would have to come in and like get them out. Eventually we got new windows and have that problem anymore. But like I, I would see them in there and it's like, there's ladybugs in my room. I don't like it. And like I would legit cry. Like I had to feel like ladybugs, the little like roly poly bugs. Didn't like those ones. And then my sisters were all like, bugs and worms. And I'm like, no. Like, I didn't, I, it's just a feeling of them crawling on you. It's... Or threatening to do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes the flying ones the scariest. <laughs> it's harder to avoid them. <laughs> it, it is, because like, at least the crawling ones, you can like step on it really quick or something, or get away from it, but then it's like they fly, especially if they're the big ones and they fly, that's more scarier. And, or, and, and they like make a noise too. Mm. Like those, like, like the, the June bugs hate those things. Like when they're sitting on the ground and you poke them and they go, I cried once. My dad poked one and I was like, no, nah! and I like freaked out and started crying. I think I was like 12. I still hate those. And like when they would shed their skins and they'd leave them on like trees and stuff. Mm -mm. I was scared of their skins. As a kid, did not like bugs. Now, now I'm all freaked out. We're still talking about bugs, and I'm all like, nah. This doesn't have any, anything to do with what we were talking about, but I just randomly remembered something else. Uh huh. Um, so, I remember, as a kid especially, but even it's happened a couple times as an adult too, with my older brother on the spectrum. He can have quite loud outbursts sometimes. Mm. And I remember many times when he would start shouting and even if it wasn't directed at me, I would hear it and I would just run away into another room crying. I am the same way. I am so emotional now. I know that that's like an, aut I'm like an autistic thing. Like if somebody else was crying, I just start getting emotional now. Like, like if, it, if it's on TV and it's like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, and I start getting teary eyed. <laughs> Or, I don't even know if it was from the emotion mm -hmm. of it or from the sound of the yelling. Yeah. I feel like it might have been more from the yelling itself. Yeah. I'm just saying, I hate yelling. I can't be yelled at. I hate being in a room where there's yelling going on because it, like, affects me. Like, I don't know if it's the sound or just what it is, but I I don't <clears throat> like yelling at all. I can't, I can't be yelled at. I don't think anybody should be yelled at, but it just, I don't like yelling yelling it's very it, it makes me pretty emotional too like when teachers wouldn't really yell but like i used to cry a lot as a kid looking back now i cried a lot, <laughs> a lot of crying fits as a kid but yeah yelling yeah that's a no i feel like other than those there haven't been a whole lot of times where i actually start crying from things I feel like I was more emotional as a kid. I cried a lot with that stuff. I feel like it takes a little bit more to make me cry. Especially from, like, books or movies. I have a really hard time making me cry, like, ever. I yeah. Know. I don't know. I think it's gotten worse for me recently. I feel like I've been more emotional. Because before I could just watch a movie and be like, wow, like, that was sad. But then, like, now I watch something and I'm like, Sitting there crying, and Brian just looks at me. I'm like, you're not crying? And he's like, no. I'm just, like, <laughs> starting to cry. I'm like, but he found his dad, and now I'm crying. It's emotional and all that stuff. But, yeah, so don't yell at people. Okay? <laughs> that's going to be the motto for this episode. Don't yell at people. Pretty Put late to come up with a motto. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> too late. <laughs> we got one now. <laughs> Um, well, I think that's probably going to be it. 
Unless okay. we just want to make a three-hour episode. But I'm pretty <laughs> no. sure we don't want to do that. We can, always make, good. we can always make a part two later. We'll take yeah. notes and make another episode later. Yeah, when I think of something random, I'll just write it down. Yes, write it down. And then next time we're together, we'll try to do another one. But, yeah, I hope everybody learned something new. And learned a little bit more about us and some of our similarities and our weird life stories and stuff that we did. <laughs> um... Yeah, we will be doing another episode with Melissa sometime in the future. So look forward to that. Um, if you have any questions for me and her, you can post them on our Instagram or Facebook page. I will really lay them to her. She doesn't really go on social media. But if you have questions for her, I can relay them to her. Um, yeah, follow the podcast for more updates. And yeah, we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.